What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to you, Peter Gao, who's the co-founder and CEO of Aquarium. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing really well. Did a couple podcasts today, and I'm very, very excited to chat with you and learn more about what you're working on here with Aquarium. For people that awesome. haven't heard of, of, of Aquarium or haven't heard of what you're working on, what is it? What are you working on? Yeah, so... We help ML teams improve their ML model performance by improving the data sets that they're trained on. So a model is only as good as its data set. So an ML team ends up spending the majority of their time working on that data set. And if you have bad tooling, then that is really hard. So Aquarium builds tooling to make that process easier to find and fix mistakes in your data set so that your model gets better. I'm curious, you know, Ideally, who um, who would be using this product? Is it like is it founders that are technical? Is it your larger data science teams? Is it Fortune 100 companies? I guess you know who who are you kind of trying to build for, and what would be their like average experience using Aquarium? If you know someone was listening, what could they potentially expect if they were to try it out? So our typical target is an organization that has some ML model that is key to a product that is key to their company. And as long as that's the case, they're going to have an incentive to make it better. And so when you want to make it better, then you're going to dedicate headcount to it. And so at a small organization, that may look like just a single engineer. Um, Maybe that person is a trained ML engineer. Maybe that person is a software engineer who's trying to get something working. As you get to bigger teams, you have multiple ML engineers, data scientists, um, infrastructure engineers, operations personnel, PMs, who are all sort of focused around making that pipeline much better. So our target customers tend to be the ML engineers and the team around them, specifically the PMs and the operations folks. And the reason why is because an ML engineer always wants to be able to understand how their model is doing on their data set. So being able to see, hey, here are the places where it's doing badly, here's where it's doing well, and they want to be able to understand what is the best thing to do next to make it better. Now, the ML engineer is often the sole person responsible at a smaller company, but, you know, of course, at a bigger company, you have a lot of things to do and you have to, like, you know, go solve all of them as an engineer. And so we typically will see what happens is that a PM or an operations person is typically tasked with making this ML system better. And they can full time spend a lot of time understanding what's going wrong and how to fix it. And so with Aquarium, it presents a very nice user-friendly interface for technical and non-technical people to understand what is going on in their ML system, find problems in their data sets, and build workflows to fix these problems so that you're constantly improving your model. 
and uh, making that approachable for people who have not just um, ML expertise, but people that ideally only have understanding of what their ML model is trying to do and what it should be doing and what it shouldn't be doing. And so if you're just a non-technical person with that domain expertise, you should be able to click some buttons and make your model better. I'd love to hear a little bit on why you decided to start this, or I guess in other words, what's the origin story for Aquarium and why'd you get started? Yeah, so before Aquarium, I was one of the first employees at Cruise, a self-driving car company. I was number 18 there. And my co-founder was also very early there as well. And so during the first few years of Cruise, we basically built out the majority of the perception, machine learning, deep learning stack at Cruise. And back then in 2015, 2016, it was you know, very bare bones. You kind of had to build everything yourself and doing ML in you know, like a prototype form is pretty easy nowadays. But then, you know, back then and now, it's really hard to like manage a model that is in production that you're constantly trying to improve. And so as a result, we had to build a lot of tools to make that much easier. But nowadays, you know, in 2019, 2020, you see that there are so many other companies that are now doing ML, that are now doing deep learning, and they're encountering the exact same problems that we saw in 2015 and 2016. And we know how to solve it, but there's really nothing out there that lets you solve it without having to build something from scratch. We can take, you know, like an ML infrastructure team of like 10 people and not everyone has access to that. And so we wanted to take some of the learnings that we had from Cruise on how to do ML in production the correct way and give that knowledge and that tooling to everyone else who's doing production ML. And for you, as you go about building this out, what does an average day look like for you? Are you spending, you know, most of your time shipping code? Are you talking to users, uh, fundraising? You know, what, what's a day in the life for you as you're building out Aquarium? Yeah, so I think it's uh, fairly seasonal. Um, what I mean by that is in the beginning when we were starting this company, it was a lot of user interviews and hacking on a prototype and, you know, taking it back to the users and getting their feedback and iterating. Uh, in YC, the majority of it was doing sales and doing, you know, outbound emails, talking to customers on client calls, et cetera. Near the end of YC, it was like 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. for three weeks, just full on fundraising. Uh, it's very efficient to do it remotely because you don't need to have any breaks to commute between places. Um, and then now it's actually um, the last month was mostly recruiting. So reaching out to people in my network and having conversations with them and moving through the recruiting process and the pipeline. And now it comes back a little bit more to a mix of sales and actually doing some content marketing. So writing a little bit more about what we're trying to do at Aquarium and why everyone else should care and you know what are like really the right ways to manage ML in production. And you know, I actually appreciate you kind of breaking it down, you know, as like you said, seasonally. Um, I think it's very accurate for early stage startups, you know, it kind of depends on what phase you're in of, of the company. Um, now, if you were to zoom out from your day to day and looked out for five, 10, 15, 20 years, um, what do you kind of see as the future for Aquarium? Or I guess, in other words, what's the big vision and what direction are you rowing in? The core mission of Aquarium is this. People do ML right now because it gives them capabilities that they can't accomplish with regular software, like rules-based codes. But people forget that one of the original intents of ML was to be able to make it easier for people to accomplish intelligent things without needing to have a lot of intelligent, like, well, I don't even say intelligent, a lot of like software expertise. Like someone who understands a domain should be able to train a model without writing code that does what they want. And 
the state of the world as it is, it's not like that. <laughs> you need to like have like a PhD to understand, okay, here are the things that you need to do to get a model working and, you know, be able to run into production. And with Aquarium, our goal is just to make it so much easier to the point where, again, you can have someone who just has domain expertise about their field, be able to spin up and improve an ML model and have it work for their use case in something that generates value for either their you know, research case or for their personal project or for a business. And to, to make that come to life, you'll need some help. Every, every company needs help. You know, it takes a village to make a startup work. So um, for one of my last questions, you know, how can the forward-thinking founders community help? Are you looking for users or customers? Are you fundraising? Are you hiring for, for roles? How, how can we assist your forward-thinking founders? Yeah, I think the number one thing that we need help with right now is uh, user feedback and customers. You know, if you're doing some interesting stuff in machine learning or in deep learning, you know, let us know. We'd love to give you a try with Aquarium and hear what you think about it. And hopefully we can help you out with your use case. And then uh, for my last question, if someone wanted to give this a shot, where can they find you online? What's your website? Can they find you on social or is there an email they can reach out to? How can they get in touch? Yeah, so we are aquariumlearning.com. A-Q-U-A-R-I-U-M learning.com. And you can also email us at info at aquariumlearning.com. Cool. I appreciate you coming onto the podcast and best of luck building out aquarium. Yeah. Thanks a bunch. Great to be here.